January 24, 2017. It's the Watt from Pedro Show.
Watch for Pedro Show. Hey, brother Matt, how you doing? Good, good. I'm dry today. And we, uh, yeah, the sun is out bright. Yeah, I'm getting soaked, man. It was the hardest rain I think like it was twenty four years. inches, man. But it helped break the drought. So. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. So but, unique uh, getting rain. <laughs> no kayak, man. There's no. so much runoff. Yeah. Uh, big trash can. You hear that sound? We got. Yeah, that sounds like Spain. Yeah, <laughs> for, uh, Barcelona, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. The Catalonia part of Spain. Huh. We got uh, Kike Bella. And uh, are these the guys from Blood Quartet? That's right. Mark? Yep. Okay. Uh, we heard John Coltrane Sorry. doing uh, Untitled Minor Blues Live 1961. A little fragment there. And uh, then Gravity Pull by Blood Quartet. Great. Kick it. What's your uh, earliest music memory? Um, that would be a mix between English punk and, uh, and of course, you know, children's songs from the television. But, uh, my brother used to listen, you know, to punk rock when I was four or five years old. Yeah. Yeah. And and, um, I would say maybe Sex Pistols, this kind of music. Do you remember the first record that you bought yourself? Yeah, I would say Dire Straits. Well, Fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah. How old were you? Yeah, I hate it. But I Money for nothing, chicks for free. <laughs> <laughs> how old were you? How old were you? I am now 40. No, how, how old no, were you when you bought that? How old I was? Straits. I think I was... Um, no, maybe nine, nine years old, ten. Nine. Okay, did you grow up with music in the house? Did people play? Yeah, well, not playing, not really. Just listening a lot of music because of my older brother and sisters. Okay, they had big record collections? No, not the big. I, I kind of... Um, miss. No, your, your brother and sisters had... Oh, yeah, yeah, they had, they had. Yeah, yeah, especially my brother, yeah. Okay. Now, you said he was listening to punk records. Yeah. Why did you get Dire Straits? <laughs> because of my sister. Ah, because uh, okay, okay. she's a poshy one, you know. She's kind of... Yeah, she's kind of poppy, you know. Okay. okay. Do you remember... Did any, so nobody really played. They're just listeners, gig-goers, right? So what, what got you into playing? Uh, again, my brother, because he brought me a bass. Of course, we all had this school teaching, you know, music, which was kind of crap in here. You're talking and about my brother, music you know, brought me a bass. He lived in Italy, and he got this bass from their friends who were in a band called Indigesti. And um, I remember those guys. Yeah. So I have the, you know, the, their their bass. In fact, this is the one I am playing with. <coughs> ah. Yeah. So the first instrument you got is what you're still using now. Yeah. Well, I have I have more basses, but uh, yeah. yeah, this is the one I am using. Yeah. yeah you still have original. How old were Not you? Not like. 
How old were you when you got that bass? I think I was, I'd say, 14, 15 years old. Okay, junior high, high school. Uh, do you remember the first song you learned? Or did you write start writing your own songs right away? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. I'm asking you, when you first started with the bass, did you start? When? Uh, no, yeah. listen, listen. I'm asking you, when you first started the bass, did you write your own songs or did you try to learn other people's music? Well, I tried to learn other people's music, but I started playing with a band. Uh... Also, you know, from the beginning, and and yeah, I was you know the main uh, composer in the band, yeah. And what, what was not this only band? myself, but what was this band called? Well, it's it's kind of kind of a it's going to be a nightmare for you to say it because it's kind of a Spanish joke name, joking name. It's called it was called Jesucristo Superstar por Casa. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Yeah, real short one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, superstar at home. At home, right. I I got a little sense of that. Uh, Okay, do you remember your first gig? The first gig, probably. Again, again, can you say that? The first gig. Do you remember your first gig? Now I heard you. Great. (laughs) Um, I would, I especially remember the first gig that shocked me, which was, um, going to communicate and, um, and, and I was 13 years old and, um, and it was a kind of a strange man from somewhere in, I don't know, Norway or. He's asking on the first one. Oh, okay. <coughs> Air, because I, I don't, we're not sure we're hearing you well, Mike. Do you remember the no, first No, we cannot gig? hear you. I don't know if you can hear. Yes, we can. I can hear, but we can't talk at the same time, okay? <laughs> I'm just asking you, okay, do you remember... Okay, so, again? <laughs> I'm asking you, do you remember the first gig you played? Yeah, definitely. I do remember. Okay, tell us about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, thank you, Mike. <laughs> okay. Uh, my first show was in Hong in uh, a town called Tarasa, which is, I would say, 20 kilometers. Yeah, the worst town in the world, Some somebody say here. <laughs> it's kind of 20 kilometers away from here. I especially remember... We went with the uh, with the other band. We were playing together with another band. We were friends, and I remember the others going with the skate and the amplifier, you know, up the skate and crossing, you know, going with the train and all that. And and I think it was amazing. I think it was an amazing show. So you yeah. had to travel a far away to play this thing. Now. T- t- we're going to play a song uh, here. 
We're going to play a song here by Blood okay. Quartet. Where did Blood Quartet start? Thank you. Wow. When did Blood Quartet start? Sorry again? When did Blood Quartet start? Blood Quartet start. Let me. Hey, hey, Mike, Mike, I'm going to speak now. You know who I am, right? Mark. Mike? Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. You know who I am? This is my band, okay? It's not Kike's band, it's my band. Blood Quartet is your band. <laughs> so. What? Blood Quartet is your really band. really bad here, Mike. Would you, either we keep. No, you're dropping out completely. Well, no, I ask you something. We hear like half of what you say. Yeah, because you keep talking. We got to talk. Yeah, but I don't, we don't hear the question. Listen, we got to talk one at a time. If you talk at the same time, it cancels out. I understand, Mike. So I'm going to ask you a question, and then I'm not going to say anything so you can answer. Yes, Mike. Okay. So I understand. Please. It's just sometimes you drop out anyway. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what happens. Okay. I've been doing this a little while. Yeah. Okay. Question? Just try to do the best you can. I want to know about Blood Quartet. Okay. Blood Quartet started about a year and a half ago. Uh, I, you know, I've been living in Barcelona for 25 years. I'm from New York. And, you know, I was in Mars. I don't know if you know my history. I know the Northern Wave record uh, that uh, Brian Eno did. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, so uh, uh, we were brought together by a magazine here, a fanzine that was doing a special on... And they brought us they brought us together because these guys had their own band called Murnau Bay that was kind of, you know, along the lines and uh, they said, Let's try this. Okay. So we tried it, it went great, and we decided to start a band. And that was the beginning of Blood Quartet. That was about a year and a half ago. Okay, we're gonna play this song called Dragon Tree. Okay. What can you tell me about that too? Uh, that song was our first song. We did it. We do it as the let's say the warm up, the intro to our shows uh, to get into the mood, an ambient thing with kind of a cosmic jazz feeling. Yeah. And that's how it came about. Well, let's the first listen. thing we did. Let's listen.
La leche en polvo, Nestlé cae coloreando graciosamente el pozo de los excrementos de las mamasitas indias. Los mondavientes de la ONU caen como cómicos misiles sobre los vertederos de ayuda humanitaria del África Negra, encima de la cual el semen de la resaca de anfetamina contra la cara del líder sindical, retratado en una revista de moda dominical. Los daños colaterales, la rampa de los minusválidos, la pista de la discoteca... El fuego amigo es el terapeuta de tu homosexualidad encubierta que también es tu amiga. En el centro de internamiento Elvis Presley y el rey le canta pulmón abierto a todo el Magreb y la Senegambia, eso sí que es audiencia cautiva. Las hijas de los últimos católicos agredidos por menstruaciones abusivas declaran ensangrentados en las noticias. Los gitanos tiemblan, cantan temblando himnos evangélicos en honor de líderes ultranacionalistas. No hay autenticidad en el arte, hay felaciones que hechizan más que la cocaína, nalgas que migran a la adolescencia y estallan en un coche junto a una comisaría. El viento nuclear es mucho más erótico que el espantapájaros de las semillas transgénicas. Los revolucionarios de los ojos pintados besan a cuatro manos un boicot de caricias contra Israel, contra el mundo esclavo del estado del bienestar capitalista. En el patio carcelario, en el vagón acolchado, en la rima publicitaria. En la esquina las prostitutas suspiran por un iPhone. La policía suspira por los nuevos problemas planteados en las revistas de filología. Y todos en nuestros pisos de 200 metros cuadrados suspiramos al ver que no somos nosotros las víctimas de detenciones masivas, torturas archivadas, sobreseídas, ingestas de alcaloides forzadas fines de semana de harina de soja vomitada sobre souvenirs de Libia, Uganda, Ruanda, Heliópolis, Amarcanda, Esmirna en llamas, tu familia suplicando limosna a los soldados que brindan por las fechorías cometidas sobre el cuerpo inerte y desnudo de tu prima, Vicenta, Joaquina, Josefa, Emilia, Martínez, Rodríguez de Cepeda, cualquier número de, cualquier número de víctimas, cualquier número de víctimas civiles, cualquier, cualquier número de víctimas civiles, etcétera, cualquier número de víctimas civiles, etcétera, cualquier número de víctimas civiles, cualquier número de víctimas civiles, cualquier número de víctimas civiles me es indiferente. La paranoia, como una cierva herida, canta como el cisne una canción extrañísima justo antes de morir y dice así. Tight seas, San Diego seaside, ocean beach. Do you ever think of me? California breeze, San Francisco's Mission Street with cups of coffee. You kiss me on the cheek and I cry all night just to have
Watt for B Row Show, we heard Blood Dragon. No, Dragon Tree with Blood Quartet. <laughs> now I'm spacing that. Then the two tens with Bama Lama, Bama Lou, light brand new, angled. If I were a Bello, Manlio, Maresca, and Manuel for Errors, Terracino. Very be careful with Los Doses. Cualquiera numero de víctimas civiles, las víctimas civiles. Fan versus wild, negative scanner, billions of comrades with Moke, and finally, fly your eyes, Blood Quartet. What's that about, Mark? Fly your eyes. Fly your eyes is, in fact, uh, kind of a very free version of a Mars song. Today, a song from New York without yeah. vocals, but it's coming from that song. Okay. And Fly Your Eyes, the name, the name Fly Your Eyes was words from that song. Okay. Uh, let's let's talk about your story. What's your oldest music memory, Mark? My oldest music memory was uh, my. Thelonious Monk for me when I was about seven years old. Wow. New York City. Interesting. Well, New Jersey. Ah, okay, close. Yeah. My uncle was a jazz drummer from Pennsylvania. Okay. And, uh, well, like he would visit? He'd come by the pad? Yeah. He was, you know, I mean, he and my mother were very close. And we, uh, I mean, he was living in Pennsylvania, we were in Jersey, but we saw each other a lot. Right. He, he bought me my first instrument. Oh, really? How old were you? Got me playing. Yeah. I was seven. And now, did he pick it or did you pick? He, he asked me what I want to play. Okay, and you didn't want to be a drummer like him? It was an Al Hurt song, Java. Okay. Remember that? Sure. It was like a, you know, New Orleans pop that's made a made a number one hit with that song. And I used to hear it on the radio, and it made me want to play trumpet. Trumpet? Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. That was you, my first instrument. Okay, well, yeah. When do you make the move to the guitar? Well, uh, I started playing guitar when I was 16, probably, to play in, uh, to play in, play in a band, because I didn't, didn't really know what to do with the trumpet at that point, because I was listening to a lot of rock. It was the so trumpet. So I, 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 I picked, hmm, sorry? Did you do the trumpet, at, like in school, school music? Yeah, school band. Yeah, right. But on the side with your friends, you want to do a rock and roll band with guitar. Never got it out of the garage, actually. Never got it out of the garage. So you guys, this did this band ever have a name? That was the first band. Yeah, what was it called? Yeah, the Alley Cats. The Alley Cats, hey. The Alley Cats, yeah. You know, we have a we had an Alley Cats here in the Hollywood punk scene. They were from Lameda. Oh, yeah? In the 70s, yeah. yeah. Okay. They well, were, we were doing... We were, we were doing all versions of... This was 
66, 67. We were doing uh, mostly versions of mid-60s uh, pop stuff, rock stuff, soul stuff, Midnight Hour, Kinks, stuff like that. Uh, do you remember your first gig? Uh, well, <clears throat> I guess you'd have to say, I'd have to say my first real gig in a club was with Mars in 7. But before that, I'd done a lot of, um, a lot of playing, like down in Florida college in Florida and that's where I met Arnold Lindsay and people like that and, and we were jamming and for, with public but we were just friends in, in, in like the hall the, the hall of the school you know we weren't exactly gigs yeah yeah but we yeah. were playing kind of jam jams yeah <laughs> was your first recording with Mars yeah, that was it. That was pretty much uh, my introduction to to free jazz and improvisation. And then, and then I, you know, I went to New York and and hooked up with, you know, this was in. I went to New York in '74 and like '76 we formed Mars. And that was my first gig was in Mars exactly 40 years ago. Wow, 40 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what brought you to Barcelona? Uh, well, I was pretty sick of New York by around the mid '80s because it was already and uh, I started what? coming to Europe. I can't. I had a I had a band in New York called Don King at that moment, and we came on tour in '86. And ended up in Barcelona, and I had a great time and, and met a lot of people here. I stayed a summer here, and was starting to play with people here. And then I was going back and forth from, from New York to, to Barcelona until until '91. I just decided to fucking move here, New York, becoming town for the rich. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was yeah. still much cooler than it. It was still much than it is now, but for me, it was nothing like the seventies. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, we come to the f end of the first hour, January twenty fourth, two thousand seventeen edition of Watford Pedro Show. Hold tight for hour two. January 24th, 2017. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
out of the image, out of the image of everything, this one guy stands out, yet completely obscure at the same time. This balled up, hunched up figure is completely silent. This man contracted into a ball just before the show, and Henry Rollins is chilling, getting ready to rant and rave, take the corners off the stage, this stamp and shuffle, kind of a peculiar howl, and twisted shouts of rage that is Henry on stage, wearing nothing but shorts and angry punk figure, ready to kick ass on stage.
feeling An afternoon of waiting Till the fog arrives Waiting Till it gets dark Or evening He I'm talking about him Looks Sees empty buses Which stubbornly set off into the city, searching for
they too may embrace the rattlesnake. They too may embrace the rattlesnake. Elliot Coleman said the time of nobody and nothing has come. I know the shipwreck is out there and spacesuit above the sunflowers but I have no God to pray to before the deep dark sleep takes over. There might be a hologram at the edge of space indeed to hold. Old captains afraid to sail beyond the seas tangled in the ropes. I have only one chance to pray to and long for the bodies in my bed displayed in desperation on the screen flickering cooperation that have claimed like figurines on my possibilities and way dreams nothingness has ever been more profound to the boy on the bike peddling into unknown possibilities all over. And again each day, obvious, oblivious to the eternal connection of love beyond the playmates, carrying to him the basic traits of human politics and a history of cheating, lying, stealing, all tattooed once more in the years to come clinging like lichen to the sea-wrecked hope of shore if only displayed in artificial form as parasite vamp old whore I've climbed that rigging and never fell to the hype and prize. I've held on to the wheel alongside the road of progress, like the grass, the weeds, always half beaten down and sorrowful, dandelion pride under the foot of those who walk unaware. Thank you.
Lucra! Lucra! Blaza! Green! Pametas! Lucra! Blaza! Green! Pametas! For Pedro, she'll start off the second hour with Murnau Bay, El Zamix, Merdunas. <coughs> Tell me about how this band came together. Kike. He's a main guitarist and oh, yeah. Luis, so uh, here he is. He's uh, the main guitarist and main composer in Murnaubi. Hello, hello, Mike. Nice to meet you. Hey, Luis. So Hi. tell me, tell me the story about Murnaubi. Well, um, I studied in the guitar um, alone with using uh, loops and pedals with effects, and I don't know why. At uh, some time, I to play with me and well uh, until now <laughs> yeah okay you know I think some of it dropped out there <laughs> okay uh, yeah you started playing with loops yeah just and alone and then other people wanted alone. you started yeah and then other people wanted to play with you later yeah, well, I I needed to expand the band uh, to to find new new paths. Yeah. To find new music. To experiment with the guitars, and I was using a lot of uh, guitars, trying to change the tunings and you know modify the, the electronic parts, and and it was easier if if I had some some someone uh, uh, helping me with that. So that's when you bring in Kike. Yeah, that's it. Kike and me were uh, all friends. You know? Yeah. When I was, I played in another, and Kike was here uh, setting shows, <laughs> festivals. He played in another band, so we knew each other. Okay. Mainly met in a, um, I was organizing a kind of a festival for new upcoming bands to become more or famous in Catalonia, which is, you know, Catalonia. And uh, and I love the bands he was playing with. But uh, this, this, we are, Murnavi, we are a trio, we are three members, and the third uh, drummer, which is also here, which is Candid, is the crazy guy asking if he can smoke here <laughs> around. Smoke. 
Fumare, okay. What, what's his name? Murnau B. Me. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does the name of the band mean? Uh, Murnau. Again, again? No, no, yeah. What does it mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, uh, Murnau is, a, is an old warehouse located in my hometown, which is uh, kind of uh, near from Barcelona. It's a uh, half an hour from Barcelona. So there's uh, an old warehouse, uh, which is uh, completely abandoned from called that move. Okay. And so what, you used to practice there? No, it, it, it is a kind of a symbol, because ah. he's not from the city. He lives in this uh, town near Barcelona called Sabadell, so this is kind of a castle near his hometown. And, uh, and I think it's... Like an old house, and, uh, <laughs> where how he says is a warehouse from the 16th century. Okay. So a little while. It's ago. kind of a place for imagination for mixing these Murnau movies. You know, at the same time, this count called Murnau. You know, and this building. You know, perfect for filming these kind of films. Films, you mean by, well, like a uh, soundtrack? Um, you know, uh, Murnau, the film director, he, he direct, uh, he made um, Nosferatu. Nosferatu, you know Nosferatu movie? Yeah, the... Uh, uh, Dracula, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's an early version Dracula. of... Dracula? Yeah, early version of Dracula. Yeah, exactly. So, so it, it has uh, two senses. It makes, you know, the same word has this Murnau film director. Yeah. You know, uh, and then also the from name the German uh, expressionist, you know, from the German expressionism. Yeah, yeah, this, movement. Uh, castle. And, uh, it, but I think, I think he really doesn't, doesn't have an idea why he, <laughs> take, he took his name of. Really, no. In fact, Mike, Mike, uh, I had a show at that time, and I didn't have any name. So, but I, I really didn't care about the name. Yeah. I just needed a name to to play. Sure. Okay. After that, we had Joe Brewer doing Henry, <coughs> Jack Brewer's cousin. Yeah. And Madison. Then we had King Champion Sounds doing a Foggy Day in Rotterdam. Babe's New York City, brand new, bike is falling apart. Brother Steve McKay with Talamadonis Iokita, number three. MB Jones' demo of National Anthem and Cruel and Unusual. Toxic Mutants out of Cologne, Germany. Attack of the Killer Fungi. Hmm. That's for Cary Grant. Dig on that killer fungi. Charlie Blymel with Rattlesnake. Poetry from Cherry Valley there. And finally, El Nen Magic. Murnau Bay. Yeah, both records Murnau. both records are really different. The ones Kike flowed with. Yep. You think so? Yeah. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with them being different. Yeah. One one a little more it's- experimental. 
Well, Blood Quartet, uh, this the second one, because it, mm, I think it has to do with the age also, you know, because it's, you know, we were uh, on the 30s doing, you know, Murno B, and uh, it's just the three of us, which is more rock. Yeah. And uh, with, it's, of course, you know, with uh, Mark, we are... Uh, Cunningham, we're learning, you know, to to you know to create new music, but sometimes it's it's more quiet in a certain way. But although it's very distorted, you know, it's kind of aggressive. We, you know, to do uh, you know music without uh, how do you say that? Non um, distortion, melody, no, harmonia, sense harmonia, no, without harmonies. Dissonant. And, uh, exactly. Word, yeah, we use the word dissonant. And, um, exactly. And, um, and in both, I think that the, there is this aggressive, transgressive, transgression, you know, feeling in the end. Yeah. But, uh, definitely kind of a heavy, high up rock show from the beginning till the end. That's what we do in, in the shows. And um, and with with Block Quartet would be more know what's gonna happen, you know. More more chance. Yeah, it's more. There are these parts that we made the jamming, this jam, and uh, but you know, there's also this rock tension, you know, behind it, and it's you know, well, you know, there are some songs that Mark plays the guitar. But we didn't, we didn't we didn't know we don't know you know the tune, so it was just like okay we're gonna play the next song, but we didn't know which was the note to play with, and that made us nervous and it yeah. and, and it was all you know this it's very strong you know in in, in the back for us. Well, so you're saying there's more improvising in Blood Quartet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not as predictable. You don't know until you're doing it. How's it going to be? We create the songs up, playing them. In the moment. Either uh, if it's going to be a very good or that song. Okay. I like the aggressive transgression. You yeah. know very aggressive much about transgression. it. No, Mike? Yeah. We're going to listen to Brother Matt now with his spin cycle. Thank you so much. We'll get right back to you. Keep the loosey-goosey sort of. <laughs>
Okay. Let's ask Brother Matt why he did what yes, he just he did to us now. Because I couldn't do what I wanted to. Savage's in the house. Hey. Hey. Hey, happy new year, everybody. Yeah, thanks for joining. 
Hey, thanks for having You're me. You're at the gig Saturday. <laughs> yeah, man, it was so good Saturday. Beautiful art, beautiful, unusual people, and... <laughs> also, a big guilt put on you for not coming by and visiting. Them. Yeah, I, I did What's feel that? a little adolescent for like a short second there. It was like your oldest uncle telling you that he had caught you with your dirty rag and you better not leave it on top of the bed. You put it underneath so your mom don't find it. That's right. It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty funny. Something like that. Yeah, sort of. Those kinds of feelings. But I'm better now. I'm here. Yeah, and we're glad to have you aboard. Well, Excellent work. Excellent. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it was for, who was the man? Uh, it was Jet Czar. Yeah, Killer Art. Who was one of your students, right? Yeah, he was one of my kids, and he just grew up to be like a, just an amazing, crazy artist. Uh, if you guys have an opportunity, you might want to check. Uh, I like to paint monsters. It's all about Chet's work. And then just follow him, chetzar.com. I like to paint mo monsters. That's the documentary. Yeah, I like to paint monsters. And who made it? Uh, uh, Mike Corral. Mike Corral. Mike Corral. Yeah, yeah, one of his buddies. Right, right. Right hand man. Excellent. Well, Chet said he was going to send me. Okay, we're at the end of the second hour, 2017, January 24 edition of Watford Pedro Show. Hold tight for hour three. January 24, 2017, it's the third hour of the Watford Pedro Show.
I want you. I want you to retell that story. Uh, good people. We started the third hour off with the fucking machine not going. Okay, but I did play uh, electric kitat and uh, uh, bateria. Murnau B. Bateria. Baterista. Oh, that's right. Not Italian. Sorry. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this story of Mojave. You you woke up one morning. Yeah. Yeah, I woke up one morning. And yeah, uh, Luis, because it's his song, you know, uh, had uh, played to me the day before. So and I jumped with that fucking song. I jumped with the rhythm, you know, with the rhythm of that. I don't know. So this is what is recorded. I mean, you had a dream. Yeah, I had a dream with the fucking drums and the fucking song, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've to Mojave. I've been to Mojave. Yeah, Okay. But have you guys ever been to the Mojave? Yeah. You've been to California? I did the song uh, while traveling in, uh, in, in L.A. and to, to Las Vegas. Ah. Yeah, with right. the guitar. What sure. What year? What year? Like five years ago, something. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I-15. I know that route. <laughs> and so you crossed the Mojave. Okay. I, I, I was just interested because I thought California when I saw that word. What? Uh, what what's the next plan? Is Mark still there? Mark still there? No, he, he has to because he... Uh, Mark, no, because he had to go. He didn't feel very well. Sick? He, I mean, he had this... Uh, he's, he's sick. Okay. So, and uh, we are in this... Um, it's, it's very cold now in Barcelona. Cold, it's cold in this building. So mm -hmm. he had to leave. He said he was... Uh, that, uh, was ashamed and uh, apologized. No, I understand, I understand. I just want to know what was the next plan for Blood Quartet. Is uh, we received uh, first we are going to be touring and presenting the show. Are also recording a set that is uh, released by Mark and in California. It's against your marvelous and I'm being sarcastic with this new president. We no wave audience. We're we're doing a song for that, and we are um, grand for being in this uh, in this place. So we are supposed to develop a project with some of the artists, some of the artists in here. So we're gonna be kind of busy. That's good. Next month. What about this song, Moments de Magia? Yeah. This song, Moments de Magia, artificial. Yeah. Well, Luisa, that, <laughs> that means um, uh, M M D A, which is uh, I don't know if it's the same. Is uh, yeah for ra rave dancing. The ecstasy special moments. Okay. Is it, you know, it speaks about that. M D M A. Special moment. Okay, let's listen. 
Oh, no.
wasting away So much potential left locked up Boredom makes your brain decay I could be doing something else But no one would give me a chance So I'm left to run at home, that's just life The computer screen Losing the will to carry on Get me out of this redundant mess You went to game time bomb I could be doing something else But no one will give me the chance So I'm left to run and told That's just Departments in the UK. It's hard enough to take it personally, but they keep giving the jobs to someone else. There are over two and a half million unemployed people in the UK. And it's hard to see how this is affected human resource management.
Watch for Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. Murnau B. MDMA. <laughs> Moments de Magia Artificia. That sounds like fake magic. The moments of fake magic. Then we had some stuff from. Yeah, uh, so. yeah that, that would be the translation, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But I didn't realize the acronym there. It's okay, though. <laughs> then we heard some stuff from uh, uh, Ben from Mr. Susan. He's uh, flown me a bunch of stuff from South London. So we got uh, Fuck Jar with I'll Get My Coat, Dang with Low Longs, The Creature Box with uh, Charismatic, Zad with Human Resource Management. Yeah, keep making <laughs> that noise, guys. <laughs> Perfect Cluster with John Wayne, Die X with I See More, and finally, The Last Mistress, Murnalby. What's this Last Mistress? Yeah, that was what... It is, um, it is a cover of uh, Bobby Head's um, Kim's Gordon. Kim Gordon. You know Kim Gordon? Kim... Yeah. It's, uh, it's supposed new... to be the last, the last Mistress. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of 
Body Hands Project, but uh, it's a free version. Yeah, Bill Nance, Bill Nance, and Kim Gordon. So, so what do you yeah. think about covers when you do a cover of a free tune? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to, to you, fuck it is. up, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you think about covers, no, you said? Yeah, but covering a song that's free music. Uh, love. Uh, I always listen to uh, this kind of free music, so... Uh, it's the same way I feel when, I, when I'm playing. So I like to, I like uh, to 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 do covers, but playing with the same feeling of uh, freedom uh, that I experiment when I'm playing always the guitar. Ah, okay. Like in, interpret, reinterpret for yourself. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, legit. Tell tell me about right now the scene, you guys. Like you're going to do this project. What's the scene like now for a band like Bernal B? Blood Quartet in Barcelona. Mm, the scene is uh, we are in a this age. There is a new uh, mic. We are running out of battery. I hope this this wouldn't. Uh, we 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 get. So the scene here, uh, it's. Uh, how do you say there's an empty space between the older generations and the new ones we would say that we're kind of the new ones and uh, and there are a lot of very good and interesting bands but uh, still no not many referential places so it's an exciting a lot of cool and interesting bands new ones you know going to this without you know, coming for coming for what? The battery. Here. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and we are moving in a different you know constellation than the other one. The experimental guys, you know, You're yeah, the ones right? that they, they are now in their fifties and sixties and seventies. Right, right. You say a big problem is venues. Well, I would say there's no there's no referential venue yet for this. Okay. You know, I think we, we need just one place, and that would be it. Yeah, there are venues, but people is not going to see shows. You know, uh, in, in the city of Barcelona, but that's that doesn't have to do. I'm not saying this because of our scene. Do you know the guys in uh, Familia Miranda? Yeah, yes, of course. Sure. They're friends. Right, right, right. Yeah. Would you consider them part of the, your scene? Well, they come more from the punk, hardcore background. I think, yeah, we are connected with them. We are more linked to the noise rock scene, you know, not only, I wouldn't say hardcore. You know, okay. So it's it's like they're they're more from the '90s hardcore scene in here, although they are from South America, but right. they live in here. Uh, uh, Chile, right? Yeah, Chile. Yeah, good cats. Uh, they help me out a lot. Look, if somebody yeah, younger, they're so nice, or they're nice. Kike, if somebody young, yeah, just getting into the scene, what what advice yeah. would you give them, Kike? 
to 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 travel and uh, and to not take very much into account what they see in their social networks. Just you know, follow the the records and the lyrics and the books better than than you know uh, following the trends in the social networks and all that. So you, stay away from the social networks and uh, what? Like do research? Well, not stay away, not staying away, but not follow especially that. Okay. You know, not only you know investigate art for art. Yes, exactly through physical things. You know, through through labels, through people out of of the house and you know experience and and you know go to to, to see to see shows and play with people that's what you know um, i think what's what's your very, favorite uh, what's your favorite barcelona yeah. band right now wow barcelona band uh, for, for me for me probably uh, a band that uh, doesn't exist now but they 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 were playing uh, for the last uh, 10 years at least. They were called 12. And they recorded two records with Steve Albini. Ah. Uh, and they, they were very good. With, they were a jazz, noise band, uh, a lot of impro as well. And now they, they, they split the, the project like uh, four years ago or so. Ah. Yeah, and for me, I would say... It's a, a band to see, very exciting band, and now we have them there. Uh, they're on the door next to us. It's called Tha, Z-A, Tha. Za. Which are similar to, yeah, Za. It's, they're similar to Thu, the Italian ones. Ah, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I... Massimo. Them, it, it's a band to see live, really. They're super, super exciting. Yeah, yeah I would say Tha, yeah. Okay, I gotta check him out. I want to thank you guys so much for being on the show and wish you all the luck. Fortunos, suerte. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's been great. Thank you very much. You're very, very welcome. Keep on, keep Hello. it on. And remember. Keep on and let's, let's keep the contact, Mike. Yeah. And uh, send thank me you. the new music. Bye, bye, bye. Send me the new music. We are missing from, you. Send me the new music from Blood Quartet. Okay. And Manru. Sure. We will. We will. Thank now you, Mike. Hope to see you soon. Okay. Here. Around. All right. It's been the January 24th, 2017 edition of Walk Peter Show. Bye, bye, bye. It's been a pleasure to be with you. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>